Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So today we are going to uh, feature an interview with Lynn Halka, and she is a 62-year-old runner from San Antonio. Well, she's not originally from San Antonio. She's kind of lived all over the place. Um, very interesting person. Um, got into running very recently, and um, probably... Um, one of her favorite races so far is the Spider Mountain race that just happened about a month ago, and so we'll let her talk about that. And um, yeah, she was a great interview. She volunteered to be interviewed. Uh, she reached out to me. So those of you who are over 50, feel free, reach out, and I will be very happy to interview you. Um, and listening to the sound quality uh, on my end of the, the call, it doesn't sound that great, so I apologize in advance about that. But there's really nothing else I can do. Um, I'm going to keep playing around with maybe finding a different app or something. But um, yeah, and I was even sitting in my closet this time. But anyway, that's it. So without further ado, here is our interview with Lynn. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Hi, Donna. How are you? I'm really good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I, uh, this is only the second time I've used this app, so hopefully it'll work. Um, last time it cut off after about 15 minutes, but um, I think that was just because of where I was recording. So um, you are being recorded, um, well, where you are, but I am sitting in my closet because that's <laughs> well, I am sitting in a car at the moment because we're out and about doing stuff, which is fine. So. Oh, good. Yeah, all good. I'm not Hello. driving. So. Okay, oh, good. I'm very happy. Yeah, no, it's all safe. It's all safe. Okay, thank God. Okay, well, thank you for offering to have me interview you. This is so exciting. Uh, you know, like my, well, you're my second interview, but you know, I knew my first person really well. <laughs> oh, no. I was excited to see your post. Yeah, in the well, I'm, hoping I, I'm hoping I smoke out a few more people because, uh, and I've got some other people in mind, you know, that I, that, you know, that are in the back of my mind. I probably will do this like once a month or something and then, you know, okay. see how it goes. So, anyway. So, first of all, tell me how, how do you pronounce your last name? It's Hauka. Hauka. Okay, that's how I got it. But, like everything else in San Antonio, uh, I'm not from here, and nothing is pronounced the way it looks. No, so, I know. <laughs> I've learned that. Oh, <laughs> Lord. So where are you Where are you from originally? Uh, I grew up, I was born and raised in Southern California, but I have not lived there for a long time. Yeah, I've lived all over the place. Cool. Uh, so that's, um, and including 25 years in Canada, so I'm sort of newly back to the States. I've been back in the States for about uh, five years, I think. Great. Um, so, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. And, then you, and you live in San Antonio, right? I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. What yeah. part? Uh, northeast part of the city. Yeah. Nice. Okay, yeah, yeah, lots of lots of good places to run up there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm on the I'm on the southeast side. So um, <laughs> and I've, I've actually lived for like three, not even three years. So yeah, so I'm still kind of getting the hang of it too. But mm-hmm. it's, it's a great place to run. So um, it is. Anyway, it is. Yeah, I'm a trail. I'm more of a trail running person than a road running person. So I'm I'm having so much fun discovering uh, trails. I know, isn't it great? Like every weekend, yeah. you can just go to hit. You can hit like different parks and, and still not get to all of them. You know, I, I just love that. Yeah, it's wonderful. It is fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, how old were you when you first got into running? So, it's funny that I, you know, I obviously went over your questions that you asked, and I, 
um, have never until probably the last six months liked to run. Um, not even when I had to, because I'm an Army veteran, and of course, you know, when you're in the military, it's required that you run. And um, and then, you know, I I got married and had kids, and and running kind of went by the wayside. Although I stayed pretty active, yeah. and uh, you know, I I would do you know a 5K here and a 10K there, and and then I three years ago I discovered obstacle course racing, oh. and uh, gateway drugs. The gateway drug, yeah, that's a great way to describe it. So I, I did, I was going to do my one and only Spartan race, and, you know, three years later, I've done a bunch, and I work for them part-time now, too. So, um, but running was always something that I did to, because I, either because I had to, or to get from one place to the other. You know, like, you know, to get through in a decent time on a Spartan race, especially because I started running competitively last year. So, um so, you know, running was just something I, I had to do. It wasn't something I enjoyed. Yeah. But I, yeah. Um, that's not yeah. familiar. Right. And, and, and I know it's funny because I know, you know, Angelica, of course, and, and Angelica yeah. said, you know, said to me, like, I, you know, I never even took one step of running until about four years ago. Um, and she's doing so amazing, of course. And last summer, I started to think I was going to get really serious about competing uh, in Spartan, and and I joined a training program that, uh, and I got I've had quite a bit of coaching on running mechanics and running form, and for the first time ever, I started liking it. I said it felt good, and I I love trail running. I'm not a road racer at all. I mean, I'll, I'll do little short races here and there, but it bored me basically. Oh yeah. And I would much rather yes, right. I would much rather be out on the trails and. Um, I just really. Um, so how did you get into the trails? I mean, I not no. like a normal course of uh, you know action or whatever. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, well, I, I, you know, the road as I got older, especially the roads, I realized it not only was boring, but it's a little hard on my knees. And um, I love. I've always been outdoorsy. I grew up riding horses. And um, I, you know, I was did tra- I did trail rides on horseback, like multi-day camping trail rides, and I was a competitive trail rider for a while. And uh, you know, I barrel raced and pole vaulted and did all that stuff. And oh my goodness! Yeah, right. So, I, so I love being outside. And I, um, I, I moved here from North Carolina, and I started just for something different part of my training because I was doing CrossFit and I I would put a weighted pack on my back and go run the trails in some of the North Carolina parks. And it was just part of my training, right? And I love to hike. I've been an avid hiker for years, actually. Yeah. And and then I got here to San Antonio and as I started getting more involved kind of the fitness community, I guess I'll call it, and, and, you know, the obstacle course racing community, I started discovering all the trail races here. And I said, oh, my gosh. So I start running because now, you know, running, running, I'm getting conditioned and training so well that running feels amazing when, you know how it is when you're in the zone, right? Oh, like yeah. you just click and I, there are times when I feel like I could run all day. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, it feels so good, like so good. And I, I, you could never have convinced me a year ago that I would ever feel this way. I would grumble and moan and complain about running. What was your, what was your, what was your first race? Uh, my first trail race, I will say, 
That is a really good question. Sorry. Um, no, it's fine because I've, I've done, I said, in, I, so for me, Spartan is like a trail race with obstacles. That's, oh, yeah. And that's why I ended up really liking OCR. Mm-hmm. And so if I Spartan, that was my first Spartan was three years ago. So to me, they're like trail running. Yeah. And then, um, and then I, you know, as I, I said, if I branched out into trail racing, I did, I've done a couple of night trail races. I did one last summer called um, Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, where's that? It, yeah, they're having it again this year. It's in June. It's right. I will have to send you the link. I'm so bad at geography here. It no, no, starts no, okay. a, Yeah, it starts at a big church. And in fact, it's probably the southeast or maybe southwest side. It's south okay. and south. Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's great. It's like a combination of a road race and trails. Ooh. Um, which was, and it was really fun. It was the first night race I'd done. This is really fun. Yeah, it's kind of fun. And I never knew they were a thing. And so I've done a couple more night races out at Parasol Park. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, I the, drag, the Dragon, um, is that what? Yeah. I haven't done that one. I did a uh, New Year's Eve one at Parasol. Okay. Ooh. And, yeah, it was really fun. I never knew about those. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so uh, what was the other one? But I just, so you asked about first race, so I'm trying to think back to first race, but I actually just ran an eight-mile um, night trail race at Spider Mountain. Then, oh, my God. Did you do that? Oh, how was it? It was fabulous. I <laughs> loved it. And I, I remember afterward, I joked to, An- to, to Angelica and said, who would have guessed that one of my passions would be running up and down steep hills in the dark? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hello. We're that not normal. So interesting. Yeah. And, and, and I never... Yeah, I well, I think I was busy that day because usually I do a lot of the Tejas trails races, and um, right. yeah, I didn't realize that was a night race. So yeah, yeah. that was cool. Oh my god, I loved it. I've already it was well organized, well run, um, you know, great. Uh, the the course was fantastic. Yeah, Brad's um, a good race director. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, he, it was. I loved it. I know it's already on my calendar for next year. Like excellent, definitely, we'll do that. And I um like it was just so beautifully done. It was so much fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I wouldn't have wanted to run twelve hours, but no, the eight mile race was was Yeah, it was a. T- it was so funny when I looked at my uh, um on my. Garmin. Yeah. Yeah, I looked and went like, oh, yeah, there we go. There's the two peaks. Because, you know, it was almost all up and down. Yeah. Um, But it was just, it was gorgeous. It was, like, I loved it. I can't say enough good things about it. It was so much fun. Great. Well, you need to sign up for the uh, Captain Carl series. That's starting. Yes. Yes. I'm going to do do that this year. I took it off last year, but... um, yeah, it's one of my favorites, um, but, it, but it takes, for me anyway, it takes a little while to kind of get used to the heat, so um, I've done the Pedernales, um 30K uh, like three or four times, and I think I've DNF'd it like more times than I've finished it just because I'm not used to the heat, and so then I get heat sick and I'm thrown up, and no, that's never good. <laughs> <laughs> that was what was so funny, like. On our way up, somebody was telling me about this race where people had, you know, been throwing up and stuff. I'm like, well, who in the world throws up at races? And then you know, several hours later, there I am. You know, and I, had, I got five miles from the end, and I just, I couldn't oh, even wow. walk it in. It was that bad. Oh, wow. But, yeah, that was my But, yeah, anyway. But, yeah. Live and learn. Yeah, live and learn. It's really live and learn. It, it, I mean, it really is. 
So it's all about the stories in my mind. That's what that's what's yeah. so cool about it, you know. Yeah, and I and I love the trail racing community. I, it's, you know, the road racing community are they're quite different. They're very very serious mm-hmm. about their times and their runs, and like don't you know don't talk to me. I mean, sort of don't get in my way. <laughs> don't get in my way. You know, a little snarky here and there. Um, that um, trail racing community reminds me so much of the OCR community. And, mm-hmm. Um, because people are, you know, friendly and supportive, and we're all a little strange, right? Like, oh, we yeah. had a normal activity. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've had some, like, existential, you know, moments when I'm out there, like, in the middle of the night, like, at Captain Carl's, like, at Colorado Zone, and I'm thinking, what in the world are other people my age doing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know. I know. It's like, yeah. It's so much fun, though. It's worth it. It is. It is. It's like, where else? Carter Mountain, somebody tells me and said, and we paid for this. Like, what else? There's no place else I would rather be on a Saturday night. Exactly. Like, seriously. The only way you'll get me to stay up all night is is to do one of these night races, because I'm not really a night person. I'm not either. Yeah, I never really have, but... Boy, oh boy, you know, let me put me out at an aid station or have me in a race and I'll stay up until the cows come. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's, I, I was wondering about that because I'm not a nice person either, but um, it's okay. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. it's something that, well, and just because you're occupied and, you know, yeah. it's different, you have to think, and it's, yeah, so it's, it's, it's kind of cool. I don't know. But, uh, so, so I, I think I might know the answer to this question, but tell me about what your favorite race experience has been. <laughs> Well, I will have to say Spider Mountain. Yeah, I mean, that's my I, Yeah, I it was it just blew away. I, I had no idea because I'd I'd not done one with that kind of uh, up and downhill before, yeah. and you know that kind of elevation thing in a short, you know, relatively short course. Yeah, describe the course because you know in case people that are listening don't really know what we're talking about. Tell me about what the course was like. Right, the the it's a it's a mountain biking uh, venue. And so you can imagine it's got really steep hills and a lot of switchbacks and a lot of um, a lot of uh, it's a very technical trails. And uh, I I think it says it's the only one with a quad chairlift, <laughs> and it really does. So the course was um, it was a, you know it's because they had a four eight and twelve mile option, so the loop was actually just over four miles. Um, and so, so one loop would be, you know, one descent on one, basically you would run up one descent and come out at the top of the chairlift, run down, um, or sorry, run up one ascent, come out at the top of the chairlift, run down one descent, come out at, at the side of the chairlift at the bottom, and then kind of cut over to the other side of the chairlift, and then run up another, um, another descent, or another ascent, like, getting them backwards. It's a totally different one. So a totally different one. Um, but you run up to the top of the mountain and the aid station was there. And then you went down a second um, descent. That turned out to be my favorite just because it was different enough. Mm-hmm. That, and there were fireflies and like uh, some switchbacks with some foot bridges at the bottom. And so basically you ran up the mountain, hit the aid station, uh, ran down the mountain, headed over to the other side of the chairlift and then uh, ran up the mountain in a different place to the top to the aid station, and then ran down at a different, uh, at a different descent. Wow. And I forget what the trail names were. They're all, you know, they're all, they have such enticing names. It's like Venom and um, Sticky Icky and, <laughs> so, you know, all, all on the spider scene. Yeah, all on the spider yeah. scene. Oh, that's too fun. Yeah, it was. Did you do the? Uh, did you do any of the uh, chairlift? I mean, because I think you're allowed to 
to take that at some point, right? You were, if, if you were running one of the timed races, you were allowed um, to use a chairlift as part of your race. But mm-hmm. on the distance races, you could only do it afterward. And afterward, right. I, I didn't even think about it. I like, <laughs> literally did not think about it. And yeah. like, just, okay, I, you know, I need to, you know, get my protein and hydrate and, and time to go. And I was all, you know, you know, you get the endorphins going. Right? I was all wound up like, woo, woo, woo. Um, and totally forgot. I totally spaced out the tourists. But it would have been beautiful because the weather was great from the top of the mountain. Most of the time we were in the trees. But at the top of the mountain, especially from the aid station, you could see out over the lake, you could see the lights in the distance, you were, there were stars overhead, like you were there, off in the distance. Oh, wow. It was just, yeah, it was fabulous. Like, really well done. Yeah, that sounds great. Yay. I think I'm going to have to try that one next year. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I cannot recommend it highly enough. You know, it was just beautifully organized. Super yeah. cool, yeah. Well, like I said, Brad's, you know, well, Tejas yeah. girls, those guys do a great job. And, yeah. You know, they're all good friends, and... um in fact, I'm volunteering at one of the races this weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I always do that one instead of the J&J race. And I've been the aid station captain. I just love the title. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's just a good topic. So I know you haven't been doing this a long time, but um, uh, and, and again, you are, you've, already, you've always been athletic, it sounds like. So... Have you had any setbacks or, you know, problems, any injuries or anything that yeah, a bummer? (laughs) I actually, I have. And although I was active, I said, all all growing up and, and, you know, into my um, early adulthood, you know, I, you know, except a lot of us, I mean, I got married and had kids and my kids were active and me not so much. And at one point, and it was probably about when I hit 50, so I'm 60. So about when I hit 50, you know, I had the classics, right? Like I had a whole bunch of sensitivity stuff. I had, I'd put on quite a bit of weight. I was pre-diabetic. Oh, no. Um, yeah, like, and I was not happy. And I just couldn't sort it out. Like, what is going on here with, with you know, me and my body and my health? And so I um, I started working with a naturopath, and that really helped. And, um, and that really was the beginning of kind of like, oh, coming back to fitness. So I started, you know, we got good stuff sorted out. Uh, I started uh, being more active and losing weight, and that was really helpful. And then uh, uh, I broke my shoulder quite badly about uh, seven or eight years ago, so that was kind of a setback. How did you do that? I, oh, I fell down a flight of stairs. It was on oh, trips. Wow. And the top of a flight of stairs in hell. So, <laughs> it's like a trail racing thing. I know, but no, it's really oh. more embarrassing, actually. And so, um, but I, I, yeah, I'm just getting back in the car, so you'll hear the hurdles. Um, so, so, um, so, but I healed really fast from that, and then I just, yeah, and I just, uh, about three and a half years ago, um, I started working with a personal trainer. I found out about a Spartan race. I had no idea what it was, and but I, people were so excited to do one. I thought, oh, I'm going to do one too. But I don't know how to I don't know how to train for it. So I find a personal trainer who turns out to be a, she races at the elite level for Spartan, and um, and I got completely hooked. And so um, I started just surprising myself with um, how I, I think our bodies are very forgiving and very resilient. And so I started surprising myself with how fast my fitness and my my strength came back. Nice. But it, yeah, and and you know, have I had setbacks? I've had minor. Other than that, you know, I've had little muscle pulls here and there, and 
Um, but mostly, I've been really, um, I've been very fortunate. Yeah. Um, I had a, you know, I was supposed to race in at Sparkling uh, Stadium last November at Fenway Park, and I had a mysterious, you know, inflammation, tendon inflammation in my foot, that, and I had to pull out of that one. Um, that I, that, you know, I got, um, I, uh, you know, I go to a Rossi and get treatment usually and I have compression food and I do, I, I'm big into alternative modes of care and, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I've got some bursitis stuff going on in my right shoulder that I, I know is pretty solid. Um, it makes upper body obstacles a little challenging for me, but, uh, but yeah, so that's for sure. And like said, but, you know, I've been, you know, I'm very, very careful on my training, and I'm scrupulous about warming up, and um, scrupulous about it really dialed in my nutrition, and um, and so it's just I just I I think I, I think this is the strongest and fittest I've ever been in my whole life. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> and to say that it's 62. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I never, and people say, oh, did you imagine you'd be doing this? It's like, no. <laughs> I had no idea. I just keep having fun and getting more fit and finding more things that are fun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and, and then you yeah. meet all these cool people. And, yeah. yeah it's, it's, Other crazy it's, people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I love it. Like, yeah, the other thing I like about trail racers is that, the, uh, you know, if you fall or you do something bad to yourself, you know, they'll stop and help you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't say that bird racers are that bad, but, you know, they're generally the mentality, somebody else will do it, you know. <laughs> right, right. Well, so there, you know, there are a lot of them are very, very serious about their times and their assists, and, and I get, I totally get it. I, yeah. I totally understand that. It's a different personality. Right, yeah. I'm with yeah. you on the trails. It's, it's like yeah. my tribe, but, uh, yes. so, yes. well, I guess because you don't really have anything else to compare it to, but as I say, um, so what's it like being a master runner? Have you have you gotten any mm-hmm. um, like play, uh, like age group awards or some things like that? Yeah, I actually, it is. It's really fun. I actually won uh, the Masters Eight Mile at at Sparta Mountain. Congratulations! <laughs> I had no idea. I literally had no idea. I was having so much fun, and that was my whole that was my whole focus. It's like I just want to go. I'm really into Aussies, and I trained really hard. I dialed in nutrition and my hydration. You know, like I just, and I just wanted to go and just have fun. And I, I studied, you know, kind of my tasting and my race strategy, which I knew nothing about. I was absolutely clueless. And I kind of just wanted to dial everything in, and I was having a blast. And, yeah, I came across, you know, the transition for the first four-mile loop, and I was like, woo, you know, a little bit of, little bit of food, a little bit of hydration, like time to go back out again, yay. And I thought, I get to do this again. And, um, <laughs> And I came back and I crossed the finish line and they said, oh my gosh, you're first place master in the eight mile. And I just went, what? <laughs> I, I had no idea, you know, I just had no idea. And it was, did they give you one of those little metal uh, um, sculptures or something? Or what was the award? Oh, it was a framed um, art oh. yeah. 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 That's oh, yeah, Brad does those. Yeah. yeah it's so special. Cool. Yeah, it was lovely. And fun. And I actually, when I did the, um, when I ran the, uh, the Midsummer Night's Dream, I did, there was a 5K and a 10K, and I won the 10K in my age group, um, which I found hilarious too. I am, I am a, one of the reasons I started getting really interested in, in endurance, longer runs, is I'm an endurance runner. I'm not a speed runner. You can't join the town. <laughs> and so it's hilarious because I'll, I will do 5K. It's kind of like training runs. But about the time that I really hit my stride, the race is over. 
Exactly. And I will say to people, like, I'm an interesting, I'm not a speed chick. Oh, yeah. and, and I listen to yeah, right? Like, no, I'm not speedy. I would never buy a speedy. Well, my idea is a 5K, yeah. <laughs> yes. And then I know. run another 5K beforehand. You just feel okay. Yeah, then it's like, okay. You know, it's like it's done too soon. And then I'm all revved up. It's like all dressed and nowhere to go. <laughs> and so, um, but yeah, so it's that. I mean, that's icing on the cake for me. I am super, super competitive. And I, I've podiumed a couple times since. In my age group in Spartan, because they added, last year they added a 60 plus nice. in Spartan. And so, um, and that was really lovely as well. And it is really icing on the cake because oh, yeah. I am super competitive by nature. And if I make that my focus, it won't be fun anymore. No. And so my focus is fun. I want to have fun. I want to feel good. I want to be out there with my tribe. I love that word that you said. Yeah. And, um, and if I, you know, if I do, if I continue to improve, then awesome. And um, there's not, as you know, there's not a lot of us out there at the at the master's level. And I wish there were more. I, I'm shameless. I really They're coming people. up. <laughs> I know. Well, I've had a few, I've had a few women in their um, the late 50s age group yeah. message me and say, I'm coming for you. And it's like, great, bring it. <laughs> like, cause I want, and I'm shameless. Like I said, I'll be, I'll see somebody who looks around my age and say, how old are you? Have you thought about running competitively? Because <laughs> <laughs> we want more of you. <laughs> Yes. Well, when I did Bandera, there's a lady out there who was 71, and I was just like, wow, that's great. And I saw, I've seen you know, the men particularly, um, they, they do, you know, they, they get started, they start getting kind of competitive in their 60s. So I, I would say that probably in another year or two, you're gonna, you know, it's going to get crowded because I'll be up there and, uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, I know. It's kind of like what you had, you know, like my first. Uh, big boy trail race. I did Colorado Band 10K, and um, oh. it was a night race. And um, I came in, and they're like, "Oh, hey, you placed." I'm like, "Are you kidding?" Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, again, I'm not fast, so it's sort of like, "Wow, okay, cool," you know. And then yeah, it's sort of like this kind of a cool experience. Like, hey, and, you know, so I always make sure I check now because it's like, "Hey, you never know," you know. It's kind of yeah. weird, but. Yeah, because um, I've walked away in the past. I've walked away and not known how to play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, really? People, come on. <laughs> so, okay, so you said that you, you do that you're, you're more of an endurance runner, which I completely understand. And, and now you're signed, have you signed up for the, the Dinosaur uh, Valley run, or are you just training for it, or have you put oh, down the money? <laughs> I, signed up for the, I signed up for the 50K. And um, I have, so I have a couple of other races I'm doing, of course. Uh, with my stepping stones oh, yeah. uh, on the way but it, because it's uh, November is perfect because my Spartan season should be over by then. I mean, my, my work traveling with Spartan season yeah. um, should be at a close by then. And um, and so I'm doing, I signed up for that one because I knew if I didn't, you know, it's talk. <laughs> I know that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I like, got to put my money where my mouth is and I'm uh, I was considering another one, but I actually one of the I'm one of those weirdos who really likes hills. And the other one that somebody recommended to me, I can't remember the name, but it's quite flat. And um, the Dinosaur Valley looks way more interesting to me. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I love that area of Glen Rose. That's the, the I worked with Spartan there last year, and it's an absolutely gorgeous area. Nice. Um, yeah, the Spartan Vineyard. Oh, you're probably you're probably thinking of Wild Hair. 
Oh, uh, wild hair. Yes, yes. That's, that's, so that's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I like the flower stuff. That's, uh, that's where I did her city came, her first 50 miles. Oh, and, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But, I, but, I, but see, I'm, I'm not like you in that way. I just sort of enjoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And flatter. Flatter. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 they're, never, they're never flat, of course. But yeah. 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 Completely that's flat. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. So Good. I'm, so what are your yeah. stepping standard races for that? Yeah, I'm doing a, there's a 21K um, Spartan Trail Race in May in Burnett. So I'm not working that event. I'm, oh, I'm that's probably at Reveille, yeah. It is. It's Reveille Peak Grant. So I'm going to do that yeah. 21K. And then um, I signed up for the um, the, Adam, the Ultra, the 25K on Labor Day weekend. Oh, yeah. That one's yeah. fun. It's a ton of fun. It's yeah. hard. Oh, my God. I, I, yeah. yeah. That, that, yeah. yeah. That's what you're doing that one. Yeah, I've done the 25K yeah. a couple of times. So I I did the um I did the five K last summer with my oldest grandson who decided at the last minute that he wanted to go. He's a runner oh, through and through. He oh. loves to run. How old is he? Love, love. He's eight. Oh um, my gosh, that's great. Yeah. So he went with me and we that was our first one to get his first five K and our first one together and we had a blast. You should um, think about the Taco Loco one too because that's you know in our backyard practically. It's like the twenty five K. And yeah, and I did that one last year. I'm thinking about the 50s this year because I'm, of course, I'm gunning for <laughs> longer races and then I'm hoping to just sort of dial it back to kind of mid-distance. But, you know, I always say that and then I'll... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, you know, maybe I can super eat out of another 50 dollar, you know. Yeah. Like, that's into you. you. <laughs> it does. It gets, it gets really weird because it's like after you finish it, you know, like the, you know, like the 50K, for instance, which is my favorite distance. And, um... But it's, um, you know, like, oh, I'll never do that again. And then I'll, you know, a couple of days later, you know, you realize you haven't died. <laughs> like, oh, hey, that was again. Yeah, that's funny. I know, Angelica, I took her out for lunch a while back to kind of pick her brain about her training and her experience. And I remember she said something like, oh, yeah, you'll go into the dark side mentally and you'll wonder what, am I, what on earth am I been doing? And then you'll come out of it again. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, Very okay. nice. That sounds great. It's, it's a mental thing. I mean, I think that's what I like about trail racing, too, especially the, the longer distances. It teaches me a lot of patience and, and just the things that I can apply in my regular life. Mm-hmm. And I, I find that to be really helpful. But um, anyway, so after you conquer the 50K, then, then what's next for you? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, um, I haven't even looked past that because – it wasn't that long ago that I swore I would never run anything longer than a 10K, and I was thinking road races in my head. Yeah. And so I also work um, helping time for a Texas company. Um, I helped, and I, and I said, oh, this is perfect because we time, you know, half marathons and marathons and and triathlons. And I said to the, I said to the owner, oh, this is perfect. I will never run a half marathon. I will never run a marathon. I will never do a triathlon. Um, <laughs> so perfect because I felt like I'm giving up races to work them and help time them. And then, uh, but I was thinking road races, and uh, it's true, I will never do a triathlon. That doesn't make sense to me at all. No, or a marathon. Or a marathon. And, yeah, and I, and, and then I realized, <laughs> and then I just, it's right, and then I just the magic of trail racing and said, well, I guess I spoke too soon. <laughs> it is, yeah. So, it is so, so fun. Like, yeah, I'm so yeah. glad that you found it. It's, it's yeah, yeah, I am excited for you. Well, well. I'll, I'll touch base with you after you finish your 50K and um, assess what you uh, assess what you're uh, thinking about next. Because eventually, you'll, because you get around these people and they they start saying things like, 
Well, I'm just away the 50K. <laughs> 50K, I know, I know. It's like, oh, I feel like a weenie. I'm only doing a 50K. No, it's still, well, it's the other thing, too, is this will be a PR, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you'll be wanting to do more of them. And I'm sure. I'm Bandera, sure. I would say Bandera would probably be another fun one to think about because you love okay. the hill. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. I hate it so much. But, yeah, um, but yeah that was, uh, that's not too far from us either. It's like an hour away. And, oh, good. Yeah, my biggest, yeah, my biggest challenge is um, because I travel uh, with Spartan once or twice a month um, with, during the on season, um, yeah. for the off season, and so my biggest challenge is going to be how do I maintain a training regimen? And I'm actually excited about that challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of my Spartan Spartan teammates are ultra marathoners, and they travel way more than I do. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them again and asking them for their advice. And um, and I'm, you know, that, that I said that, like, that's my biggest challenge, as well as continuing to dial in my nutrition. I'm just mm-hmm. shocked. That's big. Yeah, I'm shocked in a good way about what a difference it makes if I'm scrupulous about. So what's your, what's your magical version? You know, I, somebody recommended, I don't remember who, the book Roar by okay. Dr. Stacey Sims, and it's specifically written for women and our physiology. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was uh, she was a triathlete and a rower and and um, so that's been in, that's like my bible at the moment because she really addresses women's physiology specifically for when you're working out hard. Oh, cool! Um, I love that book. Yeah, it's fantastic. And I um, and there's not a lot of information out there specifically for women because we're, as she likes to say we're not small men. <laughs> and um, and I love that have hormones. Yeah, yes, yeah. Especially yeah. after yeah after age fifty, it's and different. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. She, has entire, she has an entire chapter on. on well, I need uh, to check that out. Uh, yeah. Menopause. Yeah, it's a fabulous book. It, it has literally, I've literally printed out pages, and you know they're my Bible. I just take them around <laughs> and go okay. And so that's really and her the biggest takeaway for me um, from her work was how important the right kind of hydration is and the timing of hydration. Yeah, and uh, and that was uh, that was a real game changer for me as well. Yeah, so like yeah. I can see I haven't learned that in lesson yet because I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean honestly, the book is uh, I've recommended it now a jillion times in different groups and you know people yeah. who have it is it was life changing. It's been life changing for me. I knew I was off in my nutrition. I was starting to be fatigued more than I thought oh, I should yeah. be, and you know that struggling a little. I was eating you know low carb, high fat, keto ish. And, mm-hmm. you know, intermittent fasting, and most, you know, I started off feeling great, and the harder I worked out, the, the worse I felt. Yeah. So I started adding more crap back in, and that, um, that, to me, yeah. But now, we do, we, we absolutely, women, women especially need more crap than men. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that, that has been, um, that's been a real game changer, is just to get, and she, she goes into specifics about daily nutrition, but also pre-race, during race, and post-race. Yeah, and uh, and pre you know pre workout and uh, during workout post workout, um, and so that was a miss busting there for me as well. So yeah, I definitely need that because yeah, I like I say I'm still like the big experiment. I mean, I have ideas about yeah. it, but I've never you know, really uh, drilled down quite like you have, and that that gives me something to think about. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah, it's, it is. I can't say enough things about that book. And the other one I'll sneak in too, sure. another book is called, I listened to a podcast by the author. Um, it's called Fixing Your Feet. Mm-hmm. And it's, the author is an ultra runner 
and he also uh, sits with people's feet at ultra runs and races, and he's, he's world-renowned. He travels all over the world to do this, and I have learned a ton around, um, you know, shoe fits and socks and how to care for your feet, and, mm-hmm. um, and that's been super helpful as well. So how mm-hmm. to blister prevention, uh, yeah. So, I think I'll have to add that to my, my reading list, or my listening list, because I've got one of them. Yes, um, there's a podcast I heard him on called The Science of Ultra Podcast, mm-hmm. or uh, Soup, the acronym that goes by, but The Science of Ultra Podcast has been um, really helpful to me, and he was, he was one of them that um, I listened to, so he has a blog, and it's called FixingYourFeet.com. Fixing Your Feet, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah, those two things, roar and fixing your feet, have been, those have both become our Bibles. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great. Well, I think, yeah. I think I need to adapt to that, too. <laughs> helpful. Really helpful. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, I, I, I know I, I probably went over the time I told you that it was because <laughs> I talk too much. But, no, um, it's fun. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you, and I, I hope I run into you soon at, at a race. And, um you know, it would be nice to meet you. <laughs> it would. And, um, I, and I wanted to ask if you were okay. Because I don't think we're connected on Facebook. But I, if you're okay with that, I'll send you a request. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I'm sure. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Donna. I All appreciate right. this opportunity so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. One other favor I have to ask yeah. you. Um, can you send me a photo of yourself, um, you know, just in action or whatever? Um, you can just send me a messenger or whatever. But, uh, yeah. So that would be great. I love the cover art. Yeah. Okay, it will be, it'll probably be tomorrow at this point. That's fine. No, I, I, this won't come out until Monday, so, um, yeah, so that, that, that this works out good. It gives me a little time, and I'm going to be out of town somewhat this weekend, so, yeah, I'll, I'll need that. So, anyway, well, listen, you have a great rest of your day, and uh, I'm going to be in touch, all right? All right. You, thank, thank you so much. Okay, you're so, welcome. Bye. Bye. That was a great interview, and um, just wanted to to say a few calming words to people. I think these days, this last week has really been weird. uh, And I think everyone would agree with that. This is a very difficult time uh, for, I think, pretty much everyone on the planet. And just take a deep breath. Try to think about helping your neighbors and your friends and family and things like that. Try not to, this is just me, this is my philosophy about how to get through this thing. Try not to, you know, have a bunker mentality about it and hoard everything and because it's we're going to be okay. It, it's going to be rough for a while, but I I think we're all going to be okay. Um, yeah, some of us are probably going to get sick, and who knows, you know what what's going to happen. But I think we just have to realize that you know the human race is a pretty resilient uh, <laughs> group of people, and um, I'm I'm optimistic, and uh, and I guess I have this like kind of weird hippie mentality about you know let's all help each other, man, because. I don't know. I feel like this country has, this is probably like our generation's version of the Great Depression or whatever you want to call it. Uh, You know, we're going to have to make some sacrifices and already races are being canceled. Events are canceled. My beloved Orville Peck had to cancel the rest of his tour for the time being or postpone it. I'm sorry. And um, so I was incredibly sad about that, but I also get it. So um, yeah, you you have to really quickly change your thinking about this. And, um, but, but again, just, try to take a deep breath every day, go outside, breathe the fresh air. I was looking at, I was running over at a park the other day and I was noticing all the birds were singing and there were butterflies. And this morning I noticed some bees buzzing around uh, some of the flowers in my backyard. And so just 
take a few moments and appreciate what we have. And um, yeah, so that's all I've got for right now. I'll see you next time.